I've seen a lot of fellow business owners really get themselves into trouble by taking money from investors and then later wanting to get those investors out and it being a, a kind of a mess. It's time to grab your pen and paper and listen up because this is the Denver Business Coach Podcast where we bring you actionable business tips and strategies to help you build a successful company that can thrive without you. For more info, check us out online at denverbusinesscoach.com and make sure you like, subscribe, and leave us a review and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search at Denver Business Coach. And here's your host, Matt Aponte. Welcome to the Denver Business Coach Podcast where we bring you actionable business tips and strategies to help you build a successful company that can thrive without you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode. Um, and in this podcast, we're going to be talking about funding. What opportunities do you have to fund operations? We're going to kind of go from you know starting up a business to having a business and expanding and expansion and all that kind of stuff. We have with us today our usual uh, Simon Thried and um, Stephen Conkey. And our newest business coach, uh, Erica Baum, is joining us. So we have a full house today. Everybody is on the deck here around the table. Um, and so uh, funding. Who wants to take this ball and run with it? Steven. Uh, I'll take this, yeah. <laughs> I'll introduce the topic at least. Um, so funding any type of venture, there's so much that goes into it, really. Um, and it depends on what stage you are at, the, at a business and what type of business that you have. For instance, if you're um, starting a product-based business, um, there are more traditional ways of doing, like, uh, uh, getting a business loan for that or going through, like, angel investors or uh, VCs, um, which, you know, there's, there's different hoops that you have to jump through for, for each of those. Um, but a service-based business, uh, you know, there's, there's term loans, grants. Um, when I was going through entrepreneurship in the, the beginning, we call it the three F's. Is another way of invest or getting uh, funds is uh, your family, friends, and fools <laughs> to invest into your business as well. Um, so there, there are a bunch of different um, options for anybody who's looking to start a business. Uh, the SBA. Um, does a really good job at providing um, funds for small business owners too. Um, and again, there's just a bunch of the, a different number of hoops that you have to jump through and be able to qualify for different types of loans. And um, depending on what you're looking to actually get funded for um, can be a huge factor into it too. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to kind of throw some questions out here um, so we can kind of segment this and, and it's going to be a little, there, there might be a lot of our listeners out there on different ends of the spectrum, whether you're just starting a business and you're a solopreneur or you have a team and you want to expand, maybe you want to get funding to do a much more aggressive marketing campaign or a bigger space or, or hire more people or you're you know, at the part to where you have a great business idea and you're trying to put it all together, but you just need the funding for that. So we're going to try and cover all of those in the next 15 and 20 minutes as best we can. Um, but always remember, if uh, you know you have more questions, you can please give us a call and uh, or shoot us an email at podcast at podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com um, and or just uh, give us a call at uh, 720-722. Three five eight five, and um, but the first question is is so what's the number one way you suggest funding operations or expansion? Let's kind of start there with your existing operations, or you're seeing like okay, I need to put some more money into these things to maybe really give the fuel to expansion. 
Simon, what do you, th what do you think about that? Well, I think there is not a, a generic number one way to do it because it really depends on the circumstance. It really depends on what you specifically need the money for. You know, sometimes you have um, a need to just uh, have more operational cash as you're, as you're growing. And um, sometimes you need more equipment. Sometimes you need, um, you know, building out your staff. So there's many reasons why you would want to, um, why you need money. And I think it's really important that you're really clear about that because if you're not and you're just going after money, chances are that you're not going to get it or that once if you do get it, that it's not being used wisely. So there's a lot of clarity that you want to have up front. And then I think, you know, there are, in essence, there's two types of funding options. One is uh, debt funding and one is equity funding. So debt, you have your, your loans, your credit card, your uh, government loans, um, personal money that you can put in, or you have equity funding where Stephen mentioned you get an investor or a VC um, to put money into the business. Usually um, you're giving up equity in your business for that. And with that comes a whole other set of problems and questions and whatnot. Yeah. So it really depends uh, and I'm happy to you know talk a little bit more about different scenarios, but there is not one solution. But you want to be clear what you need the money first. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, no, that was a great point. Um, it was a little bit of a trick question because you know the takeaway there is you know kind of evaluate where you're at, where you want to go. Um, do you really need funding for it, or can you do it yourself if you just hang on a little longer and? you know, generate it internally, or like Steven said, you know, find some fools uh, to help you with the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, and, and I, I think we're gonna touch on some more different aspects of funding, um, more traditional ones, more non-traditional ones. Um, so what do you think about, Erica, what do you think about funding operations or expansions uh, yourself? You have a little bit of experience in this. Yeah, so I think, um if you're going to fund it yourself, it kind of depends on what kind of business you have and if that's even possible. If you have a fairly small business, um, so in my case, when I started my Lash Extension Studio, I chose to have many other jobs that I worked to pay my living expenses while I started the business. And I didn't take any money from the business um, for about the first six months. Um, the business has grown um, quite a bit and I've never actually received um, or taken a loan of any kind. Um, I did start a wholesale company and I just waited until I saved up enough money to buy those first orders. And those first orders are very expensive. So most people probably would have gotten a loan um, just considering how much money it is up front. And I think a lot of that depends on your risk tolerance and kind of like your money views. But it is really important that you have really good personal finances because it's really hard to self-fund in that way if you're not going to qualify for different credit cards, maybe 0% credit cards and stuff. Um, which actually, I guess, in retrospect, I did have some zero interest credit cards in the beginning. Um, but yeah, again, it kind of depends on how much money you need 
your risk tolerance and um, kind of how you are too. Like, I mean, if you want to take an investor in, certain personalities are more okay with working with other people and giving up some of that control than others. So yeah. you're giving up control of your business for a little bit of money and if you can find a way yourself to get that money instead, usually that works out better for most people. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a lot of fellow business owners really get themselves into trouble by taking money from investors and then later wanting to get those investors out and it being a, a kind of a mess versus taking a loan or taking out a credit card and then you're just dealing with the bank. Yeah. And that's a much easier, cleaner relationship. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, there, you know, there's pros and cons to every, you know, situation. Um, if it depends on, you know, kind of how big you want to go. You know, sometimes you're going to need a lot of money to, to go big and hit the impact. Um, if you're okay with, you know, doing venture capitalists or private funding or, you know, uh, bringing on partners, maybe that partner is the one that has the money. Uh, yeah, there's always a trade-off. So those are really important points, you know, that you brought up, you brought up because I'm speaking from experience, uh, one of the businesses that I started back in 2005, um, you know, we, uh, we really, in order for it to be effective, we needed to hire people. We had to set up a call center. Um, and we just didn't have the money to do that the right way. And so we, uh, we found two private investors um, that came in, but then at the end of the day, one of the private investors, it, there, was a, there was a power struggle there, you know, because they wanted to own more and have more of a say when in reality, the, you know, they were supposed to be silent investors and just kind of take a thing. And, and so, you know, for me, that didn't work well because I'm, I'm very much, a, it's my business, I'm controlling it and I have a vision for it. Um, for some people, maybe, you know, they want to be the uh, person that does the tasks and overseas and they're like, hey, you know what, I, I would, I'd like somebody to kind of take the lead kind of a thing and you also have the money. But you, what the important takeaway is that you have to understand that money doesn't come free, you know, so somebody might come in with, with money and you have to give up, you know, either equity in your company or you have to give up power or something like that. But there are definitely plenty of examples where it's worked out great and people have grown and, and so on and so forth. And, um, and you know, I'm glad that you brought up the point about credit cards too as well because, um, you know, you can leverage 0% credit cards, get that money up front and then use the business to pay back, uh, you know, those credit cards or use another card to pay that off so it kind of leverages things. And then also, I'm also glad you brought up the point of not taking any money from the business um, what happened, I've coached a lot of like, like baby entrepreneurs, I like to call them, you know, they just started their, their first little business and they, they're like, well, I'm going to pay myself this much, you know, and it's like, okay, you really shouldn't be paying yourself anything for as long as you possibly can, you know, um, because you, that money needs to go right back into the business. So this way it can grow itself. And that's why a lot of business owners, uh, fail. And on that note, like, so periodically when you know, my business has gone through growth phases. I actually take uh, pay, I don't get paid through that period typically, so I can fund the growth. But that takes a lot of um, personal financial discipline yeah. to do that. So if, um, yeah. if you're not someone who has good personal 
finances and personal discipline around that. Um, you know, you may run into more challenges growing your business um, because you're not going to really be in a position necessarily that you're going to be able to do things like that. Um, and the other thing is sometimes you need the money not because you want to grow, but maybe something happens. So mm -hmm. being aware and planning for that as well. Um, so make sure you never, you know, uh, basics of finan personal finance, like don't miss payments both with the business or personally, um, you know, make sure you're not overspending, always putting some away so that we have something. Um, yeah, and that goes back to having a good uh, manageable, you know, like I brought up before, be, uh, being a, a, a good person to manage money, you know, just even on your own, your own job and your own finances, because that's going to carry over to your business, you know, as it is. Um, but let's talk about some more like traditional, uh, you know, funding opportunities for business. Um, what do you think, you know, what do you guys think about getting business loans or what are some options that are out there, you know, like, um, you know, angel investors, venture capitalists, uh, you know, business, business loans like that. What are, what are some experiences or some, you know, areas that, um, you know, Stephen or, or uh, Simon can talk about? Um, you know, one thing that I think maybe we can go through this uh, looking at like the life cycle of an entrepreneur. Because mm -hmm. the reality is if you're starting out your business in the beginning, you, there are very, very few options that you actually have to get a loan either from the government or from anywhere else because there is no proof of concept. So anyone that's giving you money needs to wants to have as, as little risk as possible yeah. because they want to get their money back, right? So in the beginning, like what Erica, what you said, it's very common that business owners fund their business either through credit cards, through part-time jobs, or also, you know, if, they, if it's a second career, usually uh, borrowing against their retirement or, or taking out a uh, home equity line, for example, to have some, some funds available. So those are all uh, options that you have in the beginning that uh, allow you to, to fund your startup yeah. without being dependent on either outside investors or, or be, be, you're not able to borrow money at this point. And then I think as you mature, once your business actually starts showing cash flow, and ideally you have two years of, of history, now all of a sudden the doors open up for you a little bit and then within that there are you know um, option from the government like a SBA loan mm -hmm. that um, you can apply for there are micro loans there are grants um, and then also on the um, on the business loan sides like some people just think all I can get is a loan but you can get loans for equipment. You can get loans for your accounts receivable against your accounts receivable, um, against your revenue. So there's there's way more options there. And and we've just went through with one of our client. It's actually two clients. One came to us a little more than a year ago, and she came because she was in negotiation with a partner, and said, "I just need the cash. I have my equipment cost me." X amount of dollars, like I need someone to come in, and 
for her to actually, with her, we had to like slow down the growth that she wanted to do and just stabilize the business, make her payments. But now she's able within a year and a half to pay most of her equipment off and really have positive cash flow and not have another partner in there that what you alluded to can cause a yeah. lot of trouble. Yeah. And another client, I'm gonna turn it over to Steven in a second, but like another client, um, he expanded also rapidly over the, over the last year and he went from $30,000 in sales to $300,000 in sales. And he needed wow. a lot of um, cash to purchase inventory that he then would refurbish and sell. And so with him, it was a combination of, of getting several big credit cards um, and getting um, a line of credit with a bank. And it's a process to go through, but in the end, those are two options that he utilized to, to really fund his expansion. Yeah. And if you do want to get a loan, if you're thinking you might need it down the line, definitely make sure your finances, like your books are good because the bank looks very closely at everything in there. So if you're just kind of, if you're not, if you don't have a professional bookkeeper, an accountant taking care of your books and you think that might be a possibility, you definitely want to hire a professional to get that all nice and clean because the bank isn't going to take your, I'm sorry, it's not yeah. right as a valid, you know, reason or yes, they won't look past that because if you're not, if your books aren't clean, they're going to kind of question, they might question whether or not yeah. you're actually capable of managing the finances and yeah. it's a big risk on their part. Like so here's, here's my shoe box of invoices. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> definitely making sure if you think that's a possibility because it does take about two years yeah of like information mm -hmm. um so getting that started as early as possible if you're not doing it already yeah yep. and I, I think both of you allude to a really important thing is the more the better track record that you have oh. um the more the more likely a bank specifically a bank is is going to be um willing to give you money <clears throat> i had a client that took out you know almost a hundred thousand dollar loan for payroll with a bank, and that's just revolving working credit, um, working capital. Um, but the bank was like, "Yeah, sure," because they've been in business for eight years and have a, a revenue line that is high enough where the bank's like, "Yeah, sure, you know, I, we have no problem with this being taken out here." Um, so I think having a good track record and ha um, being able to to show that you know this this is worth the a bank's in the bank's interest to actually give this amount of money out so really really. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you bank with them, sometimes they're a little more yeah. likely to give you loans. So yep. if you think that is possibility, maybe going with more like a credit union, like a bigger or, yeah. bank, or yeah, or a bank that handles a little more business yeah. financing stuff. And I think uh, one thing a lot of people don't realize um, is that you can have business credit as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, the longer you're in business. And the better you've managed your, you know, your company, that you can have essentially a whole separate line of credit. Um, in my case personally, what coming out of 2008, where I lost everything, house, uh, you know, car, everything, and I wanted to start my business, my business, my credit was crap. So nobody wanted to do anything. So I had to bootstrap. And but the longer my business went on, the better my credit got, and I actually used my business credit to help get my personal credit hmm. uh, by leveraging certain things. And so, you know, but you have to be patient. You have to be willing to put in the time. Um, you have to be willing to not take money. You have to be willing to live 
like you know a miser for a while and and you have to understand you know that uh, that you know once the longer you go on the better things will be and um, and, and it's the long game it's not the short game right so you know Matt I think one thing that I'm that you alluded to earlier it was kind of like a side comment but I think that's really important is like you know no one's giving you money for free and I think oftentimes if, if you're a business owner you probably get in the mail these little mailers I don't know what all the different funding options are that you're getting but I, I just a word of caution there is you really want to be careful when you look at the percentage rates when you look at the cost of the entire loan amount uh, and how much it's going to cost you to pay back yeah. uh, because what I've seen you know is that it's not always expressed as like your APR annual um, interest percentage yeah um, but that sometimes you actually pay that full amount whatever it is 10% per month uh, in yeah. actual fees yeah. so we've seen quite some be aware of what the cost is that you're borrowing that money from either financially or on the investor side really um, Oftentimes, if you're bringing in an investor, they're asking for KPIs, they're asking for performance goals, they're setting certain standards in decision-making authorities, and it could really impact uh, your vision of your business and, and what you want to do. So there's the cost shows up in that way. And yeah. what happens if you're not performing? Yep. So. Yeah, and and that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because there are now and now, or more and more now lately, there are companies that are doing these business loans. So you have credit card companies that will also give you loans uh, if you've processed you know, credit card transactions for a certain period of time. Um, and there's also, uh, I, I forget what they're called, I think they're like private equity firms or they're different, uh, there's a lot of funding companies that are popping up all over the place and they'll give you a call and be like, hey, you qualify for X amount of business loan because they see that you've been, you know, in business for six months or a year or whatever. But, you know, like you said, Simon, you have to look at what are the, you know, you could be, you know, signing a deal with the devil, you know, and that could be your demise because then you end up not being able to pay it back and then your business goes, you know, belly up because you didn't want to put in another 12 months of, you know, hard work eating ramen noodles, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And I also would... You know, just because a loan is offered to you, um, and it may be kind of tempting, just because you qualify doesn't mean that you should take it. Yeah. And um, I've seen a lot of fellow business owner friends take out loans so they can keep up a higher lifestyle, and it really just gets them in trouble. So if you can cut back your lifestyle yeah. Yeah. instead, or just because you do qualify doesn't mean you should, um, it's not... There are people who actually do think that it's like free money. Yeah. Believe it or not, there are people who actually think like <laughs> their credit card or a loan is just, it's not like real money, but it is real money. And, you and know, those, it, those are the people should, that should hire business coaches. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there are also some resources if, like for minority-owned businesses and women-owned mm -hmm. businesses. Yep. They have special loan programs. Um, if you're in Denver, the Denver Public Library has a whole area within the Denver Public Library that can um, help hook you up with yeah. those different um, 
uh, if you if you think you do need a loan too, I was told a long time ago that ask for a loan when you don't actually need it, right? Because because yeah. then the bank would be like, oh okay, you know, there's, there's you're not at the max to limit and yeah. just need mm -hmm. more. It's when yeah. you don't need it is when you can have a better chance of being approved for yep. through mm -hmm. a bank at least. And always borrow the minimum amount necessary. Mm -hmm. um, you know that was. Oh, well, I'm just speaking from experience. <laughs> you know, like, like, well, we're approved for this much. Well, hey, let, you know, we can Let's do all this. this. When in reality, we could have, you know, for probably 70% of what we, we uh, got a loan, we could have made it happen. And so we ended up having to pay more back, and it took longer, and it caused more headaches. And, um, you know, so that was just a lesson I personally learned. But it really, like, we, like you brought up in the beginning, every business is different. Yep. You know, it really depends on what your goals are, um, you know, your growth. And, and you know, if you're looking, I, what I would suggest, too, is if, you're, if you have different options, if you've been looking and you have different options for uh, getting a loan, have a, a lawyer or a CPA or somebody look over all of the, the fine print that is involved in that loan. Someone that knows a lot more about this than you, whoever mm -hmm. it is. Um, and just have them comb over it. Somebody that's, that has your best interests in mind and um, that's going to you know, stand up for you. And then they say, okay, well, this isn't actually a good loan. You know? and, and somebody that, uh, that knows your business as well. Um, and maybe that involves you know you finding someone and then telling them all about your business and then saying okay now here are my options what should I do um, kind of using them as a financial advisor because um, you know a lot of people just don't really have that financial sense whenever they're getting into business which again which is why you know over 98% of businesses fail after three years so I'd also make sure that you're legally structured in a way and look at the fine print if you are personally backing this loan or not. So just in the case that you cannot pay it, um, if it's under your business and you are not personally backing it and your business files bankruptcy, they're not going after your own personal assets as well. So that's definitely something you want a lawyer to look at. Um, but make sure that you're set up properly and that in the fine print you aren't personally backing the loan if possible. Um, yeah. Just in the case that that were to happen. Yep. And that and that, that goes back to, you know, setting up your, your company uh, properly in the first place. Um, you know, so this way you're, you have this, uh, you know, veil of protection for yourself as a person, you know, because you'd hate to be a, 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 an individual that's doing all right. You know, you're married and you have a, a decent house and, you know, you're doing okay. And the, but then you kind of made some bad decisions on the business side and you don't have yourself protected and then now the people that you owe money to can sue you personally and so you end up not only losing the business but you end up losing a lot more than that um so any uh any suggestions before we wrap up of places where where people can go to kind of get some more information or guidance if you're in the colorado area colorado lending source is a, is a great place for small businesses to go um they have a lot of they just have a lot of options for people in Colorado looking to start small businesses. Colorado is a pretty um, friendly um, state to small business people. They, they're really willing to work with you. I just came from a lunch and learn with them two weeks ago probably. Um, they're super helpful in just explaining the different options that there are out there, whether depending on what type of business you're in. So Colorado Lending Source is a really good option for um, people in the Colorado area. And the Denver Score Office um, it's a free resource, and they have tons of stuff. Um, they've 
different little courses, and then they also have um, people there who can help you find different options. Great. Um, and there's one also, you know, kind of starting just really kind of having your uh, company that can help you get your ducks in the row. I've used in the past uh, Corporate Direct. Um, they'll even give you a free consultation you can call and, uh, you know, tell them what kind of business do you have, is it set up correctly, and, and stuff like that, and they can kind of help you with that line of protection. Um, and then uh, we also have our website. If you go to denverbusinesscoach.com forward slash small business funding and we have some uh, uh, different um, you know areas there and, and Simon you want to explain what they can find whenever they go to that page yeah I think um, you know over the years we've helped many business owners secure funding for their expansion and it really is a conversation where you want to partner with a specialist that can really look at your situation um, so we have relationships and what I would just encourage uh, anyone that's interested in that to, to submit on our website their form. We will probably have like a quick uh, short phone call with them to just get a sense of what they're looking for and then we can make introduction to the appropriate people as well uh, and guide them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So we can help you too here at denverbusinesscoach.com. So if you find yourself in a situation or an area where you feel that you might need um, funding or want you know to explore the options, um, you can reach out to us, uh, shoot us an email at uh, info at denverbusinesscoach.com um, or go to the show notes below and you'll see the link there, denverbusinesscoach.com forward slash, forward slash small business funding. Uh, anybody else want to say anything before we... Uh, Tie this up and wrap it up. No, nope, I see a lot of heads shaking. Alrighty. Well, <laughs> that's it for our, our this episode uh, about funding. Thank you very much for your time listening. Uh, before you go, please, if you have any questions or suggestions that you would like to submit to us about the podcast or about um, you know m mentoring or business coaching, shoot us an email at podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com that is podcast at denverbusinesscoach.com um, also don't forget about the value builder score uh, go to denverbusinesscoach.com and take our free value builder score get a complete health check of your business uh, kind of see where your uh, business um, you know rates high and rates low and kind of get a good uh, thermometer physical uh, checkup of your business so scroll to the bottom of uh, denverbusinesscoach.com it's free and um, we'll also set up a 30-minute uh, free consultation with you to discuss your findings all right well with that uh, thank you very much again for listening and we will see you all on another week for more info check us out online at denverbusinesscoach.com and make sure you like subscribe and leave us a review and follow us on facebook twitter and instagram search at denver business coach